boat was docked in a tiny Mexican fishing village. A tourist complimented the local fishermen on the quality of their fish and asked them how long it took to catch them. Not very long, they answered in unison. Why didn't you stay out longer and catch more? The fishermen explained that with their small catches, it was sufficient enough to meet their needs and those of their families. But what do you do with the rest of your time? We sleep late, fish a little, play with our children, and take siestas with our wives. In the evenings, we go into the village to see our friends, have a few drinks, play the guitar, and sing a few songs. We have a full life. The tourist interrupted. I have an MBA from Harvard, and I can help you. You should start by fishing longer every day. You can sell the extra fish you catch. With the extra revenue, you can buy a bigger boat. And after that, with the extra money the larger boat will bring, you can buy a second one and a third one, and so on, until you have an entire fleet of trawlers. Instead of selling your fish to a middleman, you can negotiate directly with the processing plants and maybe even open your own plant. You can then leave this little village and move to Mexico City, Los Angeles, or even New York City. From there, you can direct your huge new enterprise. How long would that take? 20, perhaps 25 years, replied the tourist. And after that? Afterwards, well, my friend, that's when it gets really interesting, answered the tourist, laughing. When your business gets really big, you can start buying and selling stocks and make millions. Millions, really? And after that, asked the fisherman. After that, you'll be able to retire, live in a tiny village near the coast, sleep late, play with your children, catch a few fish, take a siesta with your wife, and spend your evenings drinking and enjoying and enjoying your friends. With all due respect, sir, but that's exactly what we're doing right now. So what's the point of wasting 25 years? Asked the Mexicans. And the, mor and the moral of the story is this. Know where you're going in life. You may already be there. Many times in life, money is not everything. Live your life before life becomes lifeless. So the reason why I started the episode with this story is... Well, first of all, I was sitting in a Jimmy John's when I was like 16 years old, the one in Bellevue, and this story was on the wall. And at that time in your life, you're trying to figure out what life looks like after high school. You're starting to think about your professional goals and what you want to do. And this story just brings to life the importance of like realizing that you don't have to pursue the some things you already have, you know, the, the relationships and the ability to enjoy life. And I think why this conversation is going to be interesting is because you're doing exactly that, Matthew, with uh, your path as an entrepreneur, while also realizing that you need to continue engaging in life-giving activities. So it's just a little story, a little Monday morning story. And we're going to talk a few minutes about this, um, this topic. So goals, motivation, and purpose is the topic today. Yeah. And that's a great story to start us off to. Um, and I think it points to the fact that, you know, your purpose in life is oftentimes larger than what you do for a living. Right. And there's things that need to be paid attention to along the way that aren't just about money. And, and I think it drives home the concept of like, if you're, if you're living your life in a way where you're constantly reminding yourself of, okay, I'm doing this so that in like 20 years I can live the life that I like that I really want to you yeah, know where I think yeah. yeah whereas I think we should be striving to ask that question today and still make ends meet in the meantime but I think you know it's it's equally if not more important to be balanced and happy and feel fulfilled and have um 
relationships that are filling you up uh, as it is to have, you know, a job that's helping you that's helping you pay the bills. And so I think, and that's kind of, I mean, unfortunately, I think that's a mindset that's a little bit more rare these days than, than like I wish that it would be, or that, you know, I wish it was more encouraged to think about the other things in life as well. And not just the, the monetary values that are, that are placed on, you know, what, what jobs we're, we're doing or what, you know, value we're bringing to the table. Um, because I think value reaches far outside of how much money you have in the bank. You know, I think, it's it's who it's who you are for yourself. It's who you are for others, um, and ultimately, it comes back to if you are just a happy person too. I think that's what is most important. Um, but I think yeah, I'm excited to talk about this too because I think we're gonna because there is room too to be motivated in you know in a financial direction as well. Totally. Like there's nothing wrong with wanting to make a lot of money and wanting to do something. Um, that will give you that ability to be able to live the life that you ultimately want. But I think what the real message here is, is like, don't forget about the other things as well. And because I think if you're incorporating the other things while you're on that path for financial success, I think your financial success comes with a lot more longevity than it would if you were just like, you know, heads down to the top finance, finance, like I got to figure out what I'm doing Mm -hmm. in this realm. Um, So it's a balanced approach. And so I think that's kind of what we're ultimately getting at here. And we've mentioned Stephen Kotler on the podcast multiple times. And he mentions when he's talking about peak human performance, how if you start with curiosity, you pursue something you're curious about, you can then find passion. Mm-hmm. And from that, then that's when you start to say, okay, where does my passion fit into the world? That's where purpose comes. And so this lineage from curiosity to pap- passion to purpose um, is, is potentially like life-changing thing because when you realize at the end of your life the money you take doesn't matter you know like you don't take that money to the grave with you and really all you leave behind is the memories the stories the experiences Um, and I think our generation is starting to figure out that the symphony community for sure there's so many people that are talented high potential high performing individuals that have chosen chosen to go a path that's not the most financially lucrative because they've realized that the intrinsic motivators are more powerful than the extrinsic. Yeah. Um, and I also agree with you that there's not this, um, contradiction between wanting to make money and wanting to live a a valuable life or a, a fulfilling life. Mm -hmm. Like you can still say, I want to make a lot of money. I think both of us do want to make a lot of money, but it's not the driver behind what we're doing. I sit here, we're doing this podcast. It's not making us any money at all, but it's something that we're passionate about. And I do believe on that same note that it is a a step in the right direction towards a future that I want to live. So that's a lot of how I think about my goals and not necessarily being too tied to making a lot of money in your 20s. There's a, you do want to save some money, but uh, there's a time to just invest in yourself, invest energy and, and build. Yeah. Um, so. I'm glad you brought up Stephen Kotler too, because he, he talks about peak performance a lot, but he also uh, encourages people to think about optimum performance over peak performance. Because if you think about what peak performance is, it's like, you know, you reach that peak, but then immediately you're, you're declining afterwards. Right. Right. Whereas like optimum performance is like, how can I perform at the highest level for the longest time and take care of myself in the meantime as well? And so I think that's a good way to kind of look at your life path as well Is it's like, you don't want to burn out, right? You don't want to hit a peak and then all of a sudden start declining for the rest of your life. And so, 
And I think in order to hit optimum performance at all times, like you need to be taking care of yourself and, you know, and that extends past what you're doing in a profession. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, and that, and we're going to talk about goals and motivation and like, and what that looks like. And I think that, um, you know, you can live life motivated every single day if you have a vision in your mind of the type of person that you want to become. And I think that's kind of like intrinsically motivating, right? Because like if you have that vision of who you want to become, then the, the, then the activities that are required to get there, you don't question them, right? Because you're just like, oh no, this is a, this is a piece of my journey. This is a part of my journey. Um, and so, you know, I'm not asking those questions about like, oh, why am I, why am I doing this? Like, why am I waking up to work out or why am I, you know, it, spending extra hours after work time to like, to like get this side hustle going or like, why am I sacrificing some work time to like hang out with my significant other? You know, it's like, it's, you're, I don't know. Like if you have the balanced end goal, then the activities kind of just flow up into that. And so, and then you just kind of live your life in that constant state where you're intrinsically motivated to do what you should because you know that it's pushing you in the right direction. And I'm glad you brought up the, that curiosity is kind of the first step to this because I think a lot of people will listen to this and be like, like purpose. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, where do I even start to answer that? You know what I mean? And so, and I, and I think it's good to even just have this on your radar of something to think about. And I think curiosity is definitely the number one step because like, how do you know what you like if you don't even think about what you like or think about what you're curious about? And I think once you start down that path, if you identify, you know, five or six things that you're kind of curious about, or at least interested in or drawn towards, you know, take a step in that direction and then, and then see what opens up because I think you'll, it, that's just the first step of the path. And, and then you just kind of like keep rolling with it and new things open up to you, but you have to like take the initiative to like really take that first step and be curious. And, and ultimately it's like, why would you not? It's your life. You get one of them. And it's like, don't you want to get, don't you want to get the most out of this one life that you're living and, and have it be central to what you actually care about instead of, you know, kind of floating and, and uh, taking other people's advice and kind of going on pathways that other people are telling you that you should or that you think you should, you know, it's just, so I think, yeah, if you don't even know where to start with this, start with curiosity. Absolutely. Um, one thing that I tell people when they ask me, hey, how's it going? Like you check, you check in with a friend you haven't talked to in a long time, or maybe uh, someone asks you like at work, you know, like how's life going? And yeah, you can easily just say, oh, good. Yeah, I'm good. I did this last weekend or whatever. But one of the things that I've realized is super important for me is waking up, at least feeling like I'm on the right path. It's not that I'm living some dream life. There's still so much grinding that I do and have to do. But I've because I've been able to somehow luckily feel like I wake up and I'm at least like going the right direction, that existential angst of like, what am I doing with my life? Mm -hmm. When am I going to step off the carved path that was created? That is just a big rut. You know, you can walk in that rut your whole life, but all the good stuff is off the main path. And I feel like I've found this little tiny path. That's just for me. And it might change. Like when I'm 40 years old and 15 years, no doubt I'll have a different purpose, right? So the goals will be different. What drives me will be different. I will be able to say, hopefully, more 
with more certainty, like this is why I do what I do. And I think to that point, letting go of goals is almost just as important as making them. Like being able to say, okay, that was a goal when I was 20 or 15. And yeah, I was passionate about that. But when you're a kid, you want to be an astronaut, you know, or I wanted to be in the NBA. Uh, And then you grow up and you realize there's still, you can give up on a goal, find a new one. And I'm actually uh, not that goal oriented myself. Like I'm more about being on the right path and putting in the work and seeing where the chips land rather than being uh, ultra goal goal oriented because I feel that when you are too goal oriented then you're constantly assessing yourself and when you're doing something that takes years to make it happen you're gonna eventually be like this isn't working you know yeah or I mean it kind of comes back to that peak conversation too because if you set a goal and you're like so driven to accomplish that goal you might just become so tunnel visioned that a lot of the other things in your life kind of fall off. And then once you reach that goal or that end point, you, you have this feeling afterwards of like, what, what now, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, that's not a good feeling to be left with. And then especially if you've caused some destruction in your life in order to get to that goal, you'll definitely, you'll definitely be able, you'll turn around and see that afterwards. Like if that was, if that was the route. And so I think, you know, and, and I'm not actually, I'm not entirely goal oriented either. Like I have general things and like, you know, benchmarks that I kind of like try to track my progress with. But, um, I think it ultimately just comes back to mindset. Like what you're saying when you wake up every single morning and you know that you're at least on the right path and you're moving towards the things that you care about and are passionate about and you think will be setting you up in the, in the right direction for when you, you know, keep, keep evolving and keep moving forward. I think that's, what's ultimately more important. And like, if you want to make goals, make goals, like that's great too. And like, if, if it helps you motivate yourself, um, then yeah, like do that, you know, but I also think that, you know, do it with a grain of salt also and realize that goals are important, but your overall lifestyle is, is, you know, is what ultimately matters because there's longevity in that too. And like it, it's the optimal performance thing. Like you want to be able to continue that speed and not, you know, burn out and then not know what to do afterwards. <laughs> Dude, how do you feel about balancing the life-giving activities that you know fuel you to then go do the work that you need to do in your businesses how do you know when you're doing too much work or not enough like do you ever feel guilty about oh man i just took four hours to do this and i shouldn't have done that like it's talk to me about your mindset around like balancing work and it's so interesting because they go in my mind they're one and the same because like my work will not be as good if i'm not doing the activities that I know are life-giving are like, you know, if I'm not exercising, if I'm not reading, if I'm not learning, if I'm not, you know, communicating well with my friends or my significant other or my family, if I'm not taking care of my relationships, like that's when my work suffers. And so that's almost when it's almost like opposite. Whereas like, if I'm not performing well in work, I think a lot of people would be like, Oh, well then like it's grind time, like go towards the work, like just put your head down and, and do that whole thing. Whereas in my mind, I go the opposite direction and I'm like, maybe I need more, maybe I need more me time. (laughs) Like maybe I need to emphasize some of these other things in my life so that I can find more clarity and, and bring my best self to the, to the work that I'm doing. Because I think that's ultimately what it comes down to is like, how can you bring your best self to the, to the different activities of your life? including work. And I think, you know, a key part of that is feeling like you're making progress and feeling like you're moving closer to the purpose of your own life. 
Um, and so, you know, what those day-to-day activities look like is going to be completely subjective to the, to the individual. And, you know, how do you identify those activities is by exactly what we've been talking about. Like identify things that you're curious about, that you care about, that you're passionate about, and then try to, you know, orient yourself around these activities that are flowing you into that direction. Um, and so, yeah, that's, I don't know, that's kind of how I would answer that, I think. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I've fallen into the trap of beating myself up for things. You know, the other night even I was falling asleep and I was like, man, I was just not as productive as I'd like. I don't necessarily feel like I should be sleeping right now, but um, that's okay. I One thing that you mentioned that made me think of this is um, you hear often influencers or social media people, what's, <laughs> um, people that are like very successful in what they do, they put a ton of time and energy into their craft. And when they look back on their lives, I've heard multiple people say this, like, man, I missed, I missed Thanksgiving and Christmas for 20 years. Like my family didn't even really know who I was. And that's almost glorified. Like these people will say, yeah, you just skip Christmas every year and grind through the holidays and never spend any time with your family. And, oh, look at me. And then when they get to be 50 or whatever, they're like, oh, shoot, now all I want to do is spend time with my kids. Mm -hmm. And I bet you deep down, like that causes some serious angst, some serious like pressure. So I think unglorifying, deglorifying this idea of like putting your relationships second and the life-giving activities second behind your professional goals is, uh, is key. So, yeah. And, you know, I think progress is one of the, is one of the coolest things that you can feel as a, as a human being. Right. And that's something that you can actually give to yourself too. And it all kind of comes back to just taking inventory of the different things that you're doing. Um, you know, like being conscious of your daily activities and being conscious of that larger vision of who you want to be as a person. Like, I think those are such essential things to be thinking about. And then, you know, cause then when you involve yourself in the activities that are in alignment with that, you never wonder about what you're doing or why you're doing it. And I think I, I hear that so many times. Like, I think that's so many people spend time in this like wishy-washy stage of like, should I do this? Or like, should I not do this? Or like, oh, I woke up at this point and like, what should I do now? Whereas like, if, if you're so involved in, in what you're doing on a day-to-day basis and you have a reason why you're doing that, you don't even think about those types of things because you're so involved in the process of, of actualizing your best self. And so, and so like all of that, that nonsense, that self-consciousness of, oh, how will this be received? Or like, am I doing the right, or the things that I should? It's like, you have some level of control over that because like you are the only person that you really need to answer to. Right. And so it's like, I think it's, I I think it's essential to identify those things and think about those things. If you want to live a fulfilled and happy life, which is kind of a big statement, but I mean, yeah, man, me time is really you time is something (laughs) I've heard when you reframe, like going for my mountain bike ride as an activity that's going to put me in a better place to, show up for all the other people in my life. You then don't feel that. guilty about it at all. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, wow, this is an awesome experience for me and it's making me a better human being. Yeah. So we're all about reframing and I think uh, potentially reframing the life giving activities as like beneficial rather than something that's like just pleasure or just mm-hmm. leisure. It's like, if you want to go sit on the beach in Mexico for a week and drink tequila, do it, you know, and then come back fired up. Yeah. If it doesn't fire you up, if you feel like 
you're doing that to escape, then maybe you have a problem. But I think being real with yourself and asking yourself what you really want in life um, is only healthy and sometimes can be stressful. But when you do ask that question, it, it opens you up. And it's good to have a sounding board too. So I think it's important to surround yourself with people who are of similar mindsets for their own life as well. And, you know, cause I think some people might take away from this conversation, like, Oh, I should just do whatever the hell I want to do. Like for me and like yeah. do that, whatever makes me happy. And it's like, yes, but like to an extent too, because you have to keep a broad vision of like, you know, you do have a place in this world and there are people who are in your circles that like you, you oftentimes need to show up for as well. And you, or you might have responsibilities or things that you need to take care of. And so it's good to have a sounding board of people who like, if you're in the mindset of like, oh, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing me, I'm doing all these things that are for me, but you're really just like going out and, and drinking every night and like destructing, you know, causing obstruction like everywhere and damaging your relationships and hurting friendships and, and, you know, spiraling downward out of control. And you're the only one that can't see it. Like, it's good to have like friends around at that point too, who can, kind of like pull you off the off the rails a little bit and be like hey like come on um but i think that's a very small percentage of people who would take that away from this conversation and i think you know like act for yourself for sure but understand that you do also have a place in the world and and you got to show up in that respect as well 100 percent. we do have obligations like i feel i was gifted with so much in life mm -hmm. and for me just to take all that and just put it into a selfish like I'm gonna live my life this way and just the only point of life is to be happy and enjoy it and have pleasure uh, that's a short path that doesn't lead anywhere there's a podcast with Mike Horn who's one of the he's potentially like the world's foremost explorer and he just did a trip last year two years ago where they spent 60 days in the Arctic in the north without sunlight Wow. 60 days in the dark. And he was talking about how when he's in the tent and it's minus 50 degrees outside, he wants to stay in his sleeping bag. He's warm and comfortable in there. But he said, you know what? I get out and I pull that sled because he has figured out a way to create motivation for himself and inspire himself. And I think that's huge. If you're always looking to external things for motivation, like when you're it's when it's just you and all those things fall apart. Um, that's going to hold you back. So having the, the purpose at the root will allow you to, at least in my experience, inspire yourself. Yeah. Intrinsically motivating. And you get fired up about it too, because you're like, nah, I'm, I'm moving towards my purpose. I'm doing my thing. Like this is, this is what I do. And so, and, and that's what gets you out of bed on those cold, rainy mornings when you, you know, want to go get in, get an exercise outside. And, and I think honestly, like for me, um, exercise plays a huge role in all of this as well too, because, and people, and some people might hear that and be like, well, what do you want to be like a professional athlete or something? And it's like, no, that's, that's not the reason. Um, but I know that it creates a good mental space for me. I know that there's, it's, it's creating a physical healthy body for myself that will be more capable in the future. Like I want to be the, the 70 year old grandpa who's still like kicking around with his kid or with his grandkids in the backyard or going hiking with my with my sons or daughters or even, you know, like brothers and sisters and, and all that stuff. Like I want to be capable for as long as I can. And so a large piece of that is making sure that I'm taking care of the physical vessel that I'm like moving through the world with. Right. And so it's like, 
that is the reason why I'm, I'm exercising every day. Like it has so many benefits in my mind. Dude, that's it's, so much deeper and more powerful than like, I want to have a six pack or I want to totally. fill out this shirt. Like, man, that's, but stuff it's is interesting fickle. too, because it's like when you take that, that more holistic approach to it, you end up a lot of times aesthetically looking better as well and more put together holistically rather than like huge biceps mm-hmm. and, you know, a disproportionate rest of your body or like, you know, so I think, yeah, that was kind of tangential a little bit, but I think for me, the exercise thing is a big piece of the daily routine and the daily activities that allow me to not only bring my best self to that day specifically, but also it's so in alignment with the person that I want to be for the rest of my life. Like I want to be physically active and capable for as long as possible. And so, you know, that doesn't just happen. And especially the way, you know, you almost have to like try to, to like, you have to try hard to be able to be capable and, you know, physically healthy for a long time, especially with how accessible terrible food is and like, you know, just mass media and hanging out on the couch all day and eating potato chips and shooting the shit. Like it's easy to do that. And it's difficult to, to every single day, like wake up and get yourself motivated to do, you know, to go push your body and, and push your mind and learn. But it's like, that's why that why piece is so essential because it's like once you have that it's it's never a question it's just another piece of who you are and what you do micropod monday we're out of here thanks for listening the symphonyco.com you got anything else you want to add or i think that's it (laughs) i hit all my points that was efficient yeah that was was a fun conversation um and we made it without the security guard coming and kicking us out for not wearing masks Woo! (laughs) peace